Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. Join us as we talk about our post-op diets, interview really cool guests, share products we love, encourage each other on our journeys, and, you know, just live in our best lives. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, Season 2, Episode 7. Courtney and I are so excited because we get to talk to Joelle today. We have loved following her and her inspiring journey, and we just wanted to ask her all the things. And um, (laughs) yeah, so let's just get into it. Hi, Joelle. Hi, Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited. (laughs) We are, too. Um, so why don't you tell us just like kind of jump in, like tell us a little bit about, about yourself and like, we know that you had surgery, um, in April of 2021. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. actually going to be one year next week, which is so mind blowing. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so, oh my God, this question is always so funny because it's like, well, you know, I had, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm from Buffalo. I'm married. I've been married for uh, nine years now. I have an amazing son. Um, I'm a career server. I am now a crafter slash creator. And um, I've literally had like probably the best year of my life because I had um, VSG surgery. Um, kind of coming into myself this year. I'm going to be 34 this year. And um, I just, Me I know too. that I'm just getting started. Are you really? When's your birthday? Well, I'm going to be 35 July 21st, but right now I'm 34. Oh. It's my favorite age to remember. <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. I, I'll be in September. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, we're almost mid thirties. It's fine. We're fine. We're good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I had, um, I had my surgery um, April 28th. Um, of last year and I am down 75.7 pounds not counting or anything and uh, yeah it's like almost a year ago I can't it's crazy to like realize like it's been a year already (laughs) did it so did it flat like I it's so funny because I'm at this point now where I'm like okay a year seems like a really long time but then it also seems to be going by really fast did it just completely fly for you it completely flew. Like, That's I just, <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It, you know, and I think too, like documenting like my journey too, I was always kind of, you know, um, always looking forward, but also being very present in what was happening right then and there throughout like this past year. Like I could probably go through every month and remember, you know, like what I was feeling, what I was going through and just, yeah. it, it just goes to show like, anything can happen and anything can change in a year's time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't it is. Seem, it's like a hard step it, every part of the way. But when you look back, you're like, oh my God, what a journey. Right. Yeah. And you're like, I made it. You're like, I freaking made it. That's awesome. <laughs> Which surgery yeah. did you have? So I had the the sleeve. So the VSG, the vertical sleeve, um, just okay. me if I don't butcher that. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, when I originally like started the process, um, my girlfriend, she had um, mentioned that she knew a friend that had um, the lap band. So that's, and I had did some research like almost instantly. And I was like, oh, it's like minimally invasive. Like they're not really cutting. They're not doing a whole lot of, of anything. Like I might look into this. And then when I went for like my consultation and I had to do like this 
whole like I had to watch like this webinar video because it was COVID time. So we weren't actually like going into like, you know, buildings and stuff. Um, but they were like, oh, we don't do the lap band. The new procedure is the sleeve. So, you know, they had a big like printout and everything. So I'm looking it over. I'm like, oh, well, I want the sleeve one because it's minimally invasive. And two, like my biggest fear with everything was the surgery itself. So I wanted yeah. like minimal surgery time. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense. No, hundred percent. So, my biggest fear too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I want to do this, but like, I've never had an elective surgery before. Like, I had a C-section with my son, um, and that was like, we had no choice, kind of thing. And I, I knew the surgeon, um, you know, my OBGYN who was doing it, and I had full, complete, complete, like, um, faith and trust in her. But when you're going outside of something like this where you're literally altering your anatomy, you're just like, okay, <laughs> it's a little scary. <laughs> please take care of me. Thank you. Yeah, please, please don't let anything happen to me. I have a family. <laughs> yeah, just like have pictures of your son like, <laughs> on your surgery bed and just be like, you know, this guy, he loves me a lot and I'm going to need yeah, you to you do need, a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to keep me here. Like there's no, 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 no other way. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So they kind of like, almost guided you to, to the sleeve surgery as a choice. Yeah, pretty much. And he also told me like, so with me as well, like I, you know, the, those horrible words, you weren't that big, but like, I mm -hmm. didn't have, you know, as much to lose as per se, maybe somebody else. And okay. he said that if I get the sleeve, like I'm still going to get really good results. Like I didn't need to lose hundreds of pounds. You yeah. know what I mean? So I it was needed good to for lose. your goals. Correct. Yeah. And he was like, I still think you're going to get, um, you know, results with, with this particular one. So it kind of had like that whole, you know, I'll get results, minimally invasive, you know, I can come home to my family and everything will be all good. <laughs> what was it that got so, you to the point where you were looking into it in the first place? Did something happen? Um, yeah. So quite honestly, like most people who um, you guys probably can relate is I have struggled with my weight since a very, very young age, you know, from the time I was probably 13 to 15 to when I started dieting and all throughout my adult life, I um, cannot tell you a time when I wasn't trying to lose weight. And um, I had tried everything in the book from, you know, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, Michael Thurman, Beachbody, 21 oh Day gosh, Fix. Yes. Um, you tell, I mean, you, Keto, Atkins, um, you name it, I tried it. And things I forgot that I tried, Joelle. Yeah. Well, I just remember, like, because when, when they make you fill out the paperwork, they want to know every diet you try. So it they took do, me that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I was in like high school trying yes. these things, you know, like, and, and, you know, I'm just like, I just, you know, at the time when you're young, you're like, I just want to be thin like everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you don't realize the whole encompassing thing of how it's so much more than that until you get yeah. older, obviously. And, um, you know, so I was just, I've always dieted it. And what happened is I was, um, I have a best friend, uh, the same girl that actually told me about um, the, the, her friend with the lap band. She had just kind of planted the seed, not in like a mean way, just in like a, Hey, um, I knew a friend who got this. It really helped her because I was gearing up to do one diet in specific. And it, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called the HCG diet. Mm-hmm. And you essentially take like um, a hormone drop and you eat 500 calories a day of very specific foods. 
and you drop weight like one to two pounds a day. Like it's great. It was great, but it wasn't sustainable long-term, but I was gearing up to do it again. I had weddings coming up. I just was uncomfortable in my skin, blah, blah, blah. She, um, planted the seed and that's when I started looking into it. And that's when I was like, this is really something that could help me. I said, this could actually help me maintain when I realized that this was something that I wanted, I said it was so much more than a diet. It was going to be the lifestyle and the life change, not only that I needed, but that I wanted. And that's you know like what I mean? a relieving feeling, right? When you're like, oh my God, this isn't something that I'm probably going to have to do like again and again and again. Like, yeah, I was like, this is, this is it. This is the, this is the thing that will finally help me feel good you know just overall so Uh that was kind of how it started what was your pre-op process like what did so did your I mean please feel free to not share but did you um like did your insurance cover it did you have to go through certain things to like be eligible for surgery Oh yeah, you can ask me anything. I'll tell you whatever okay. you want to know. Um, yeah, nothing's off the board. Nothing's off the board. Perfect. Um, I, uh, I'm just like crossing so, my legs, being that nosy friend, and like tell me everything. No, no, I will. I will literally tell you everything. I will be your new bariatric best friend. Like I love this. I love this stuff. You have yes. no idea. Um, so no. So when I went, my surgeon. So little bit more of like a backstory. When I initially went. Um, I didn't qualify at first because I wasn't big enough because I had just, I had just done that diet. Right. So I had done that diet because I had a wedding, but I was still trying to get the surgery, but I was still trying to lose weight. So when I went for like my initial consult, I wasn't big enough. So my surgeon was trying to find like comorbidities, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I didn't have any, I was just like a healthy fat girl. I was like a healthy (laughs) fat girl. And you know, he, we were trying and trying and, um, I didn't have anything. And, but he had told me, he goes, well, you're the type of insurance I had at the time. I have a different insurance now, but the type of insurance that I had at the time, he said is the best insurance for the surgery. I didn't have to jump through like any special hoops. I just had to do the basic requirements of whatever that surgeon um, expected or required. And then they booked my surgery and they bill my insurance after. That's amazing. And that was it. Yeah, I did. And my insurance covered it completely. I had to pay $150 for my copay, oh my gosh. which I can handle. Wait, that makes you know my what heart mean? so happy. I want that for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I wish it was like that for everyone. Because I just remember in the beginning when I like started documenting and I started looking into other people's stories and, you know, doing the research. I'm like, wow, yeah. some people really, really have to fight for this. And I'm like, I'm so fortunate. I felt almost guilty. Like, yeah. But it should be like that for everybody. It if it's going to help you and it's going to help your overall health, why, why is it such a fight to get it? You know, yeah. it's like insurance company. Hi, let me tell you about a long-term great thing. Right. right. And it's going to actually cost that. you less money. I know that's run. the wild part. Yeah. Like that does, that's the part that doesn't make any sense is that it like in the overall of someone's life, if they're able to, you know, get healthier it's going to cost less money but i yeah yeah it's madness and i think the biggest thing it's for me insanity. yeah the biggest thing from because you know courtney and i both had to pay for ours 100 percent. yes i do remember yeah <laughs> but i think the biggest thing for me i'm only like 57 days out now um 
is that like I trust it as a tool and like it makes because I've been so like getting into walking and like doing all those things and it just feels I've got such a more confidence like if I actually put the effort in then there will be results whereas before surgery like I just felt like it didn't matter what I tried it was never going to really stay off and I would always be on this like hamster wheel so yeah, absolutely. It wasn't like, it, will I regain it? It was like, when will I regain yeah. it? Because it's coming back, we know. You were <laughs> right. always anticipating that you, yeah, I completely relate. 100%. We were talking, Allison and I were talking one time about like the fact that we would never throw out like our fat jeans and then we would never throw out our like skinny jeans because you would know that like you would cycle through them. And yeah. I just pulled out my like smaller pair of pants sizes of pants Ooh, that I kept and I'm yeah. like we after this this is it this is like I'm gonna have to actually buy new ones yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked oh my yeah. god the buying of the new clothes was like such a turning point for me it was when yeah. I really realized that I was as small as I am That's because amazing. you know for years I hid behind big baggy black clothing yes and I, I you know what I mean and now I'm like my husband made a joke the other day for Easter Sunday I was getting ready for church and he was like he's like you changed more than a COVID test and I was like <laughs> I, I was like you broke I was like I have options now before I would have just worn a black dress where you can't it's not form-fitting where now I'm like I have options and it's that was really a big um, Heck yeah, a big you're like, excuse me. me, sir, let me feel myself for a moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know you like what you see. You know you like it. Go over and go over there. You're fine. <laughs> I love awesome. that so much. <laughs> I love him. He's so lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, yes, that's a great tagline. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, how has it been for like your husband during the process, your son? Like, what's that been like for you? Yeah, so um, my husband, I think he just is kind of along um, for the ride. I did this really, um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I did this thing where I interviewed him and his thoughts on my surgery. Cause I really, you know, the biggest thing like with me, like documenting everything and like doing the whole Instagram thing is I'm trying to help people. I yeah. want to help and I want to give as much insight and information as I can so people can make, you know, the decision for themselves and be inspired to do so. So I had done this, this interview with him and I found out, you know, that he, he supported me 110%. He was trying not to get too excited, but he was no. supportive of me. And, um, you know, he didn't want me to be let down, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. And he really just cared about my overall um, health and, and safety. And he said, he goes, if this is what you want and this is going to make you happy, he goes, you get it. You know, he never was like, don't get it. You know, where I know some people struggle with that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, being... I our relationship has only gotten stronger since my surgery because yeah, I don't think people, especially people that don't struggle with their weight, um, don't realize how much your weight affects your overall mental well-being. Oh, you are does. constantly thinking about when I, when I lose the weight, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. If yeah. I feel better, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be so much happier when I lose the weight and then do X, Y, and Z. And I was always trying to attain that when and that if, and I couldn't, I couldn't by myself. You know what I mean? And 100%. now I can, you know what I mean? And now I, I'm empowered and I, and I feel like I, 
honestly feel like I could take on the fucking world most days. Sorry, I don't know. Can I swear on this? <laughs> yes, I swear every week. Welcome oh. to my <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know if I could do that. I'm sorry. Like I absolutely like can. Okay. So my husband edits the podcast and sometimes he counts for me how many times I swear. Okay. So thank you. Okay. Welcome to my okay, side. Not, okay, good. I'm not like, I'm not like a little perfect. Like I swear probably more than I did. So sometimes it just slips out. Um. <laughs> no, I, I get that feeling of empowerment so much. Like I spent a year of my life figuring out how to avoid people in hallways and like seeing people in the elevator and places and like just everything was just how do I not be seen and how do I not be an inconvenience and now that I'm like oh screw it like I'm going wherever I want to go and it's gonna be amazing and let's do it right yeah and I'm gonna embrace everything around me yeah like I love myself so much more I love life so much more and I think that ultimately lets me just like give more to our relationship and I'm sure Rob's having like way more fun with me (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Needing naps. You, you, can tell, you can tell that they're happier because we're happier. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're not happy that, you know, you try to portray that you are. And sometimes, you know, it's it's hard when you're not really happy with yourself. Your you person know? is embracing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So you are a mama. And that is something I, it, like, and he, your son is younger. Um, so... What I can't, girl. <laughs> how did you <laughs> handle that going through weight loss surgery? Because there's definitely like post-op downtime. There's time where you have to be like selfish for yourself. So were things yeah. kind of a little bit harder before they were easier? So absolutely. And I, when I was you know kind of looking over the questions and everything, I remember um, this time last year. So my son's birthday is actually on um, Sunday. So his birthday. It's April 24th. He's going to be eight years old this year. So last year I was so consumed with my surgery that I felt like it was the only thing I could think about. All I could think about was bariatric surgery. And I felt guilty because I felt like I was doing such a selfish thing. I was taking attention and time and mental energy and, and, whatever away from him and I felt so guilty like I didn't do like I usually do really big birthday parties and last year I didn't because I was having my surgery four days later I couldn't think or focus on anything else because I was like I am having surgery where I could go to sleep and you know I was hoping I was gonna wake up you know what I mean like that yeah yeah yeah. it was and I you know I try not to be too but that was my biggest fear And I was feeling so much guilt um, that I was doing something so selfish. But then I really had to remind myself that Liam, my my son, he was my biggest why. One of my biggest whys is I was doing this so that, one, I would be a mom that he was proud of. Not that he isn't or wouldn't be, but I just want him to look over and be like, that's my mom. Like, I am proud of my mom. You know what I mean? When he looks at me and I wanted to be able to keep up with his ever-growing schedule of play dates <laughs> and sports and school and birthday parties. And I just, I wanted to be able to keep up. And yeah. then I wanted to be able to enjoy being active with him. Instead of just sitting at the playground, I would be on the playground with him. Or instead of him running around playing basketball at the park, I'm playing basketball with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like I really the most unselfish thing, but 
which is funny because your mindset does it does play with you but it is yeah, like the mom guilt is is insane um <laughs> but i just kept reminding myself i was like this yes it's for me but yes it's for him too it's it's for him and i i want to be around as long as i can to be there for him and and feel my feel my best and confident that way when he comes to me with you know that i'm not thinking about other things i can focus on you know on him um and then you know i really i was really kind of open with liam about it um i said hey mommy's going to be having surgery um i'm going to be getting a tiny tummy i said they're going to take my he ended up going to school uh-huh. and telling everybody that they were taking out my whole stomach yeah. So I wasn't gonna have I wasn't gonna have a stomach anymore. He was telling everyone, we sent him to a private school. So they were like praying that like my stomach was gonna be okay. It was so funny. Oh, and, uh, oh my heart, that's so cute. <laughs> and uh, so but I, yeah, I was just very open, and I said I said mommy is doing this to to get healthy, and I said it's it's for our future. And he, you know, he's seven. He's a boy. All he cares I about is Sonic that. the Hedgehog. He was like, okay, mommy. He really wasn't phased you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you know and I just I remember like the morning of surgery like I had everything all set up I had a lot of help my parents helped me um and obviously my husband was with me and then my my mom and my dad they they helped me a ton but the morning of surgery I just remember going into his bedroom while he was still sleeping and I just gave him a kiss and I didn't wake him up I just said I love you I'll see you tomorrow you know just in his he just whispered I'm like I'll see you tomorrow mm-hmm. and um it, I, it, it was really difficult. It was, it was really, really difficult because again, like you go and you know, you're doing this by your own choice mm-hmm. and you, you know, you, I just, I, I, I had enough information to know what to expect if something went wrong, but I was, mm-hmm. I was using my faith for the best outcome. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. And um, yeah. And then my, the like post-operative, like, you know, he had FaceTimed me because my surgery, I was the first surgery of the day. And um, I was, I, I think time. my first surgery, it was at 8.30. Yeah, I was like bright, fresh, like perfect, thank you. And, um, you know, I got to talk to him around four o'clock. He was like on his way to like his grandma was taking him to like a sport. And I got to talk to him and I just, I was like, I, I, I made it. I didn't care anything. I was like, I made it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, we're good. And uh, then my dad took him for the weekend. So that's probably like my biggest tip for like people that, that have kids that are going to do this for at least the first weekend or the three, first three or four days, please have them go to grandpa and grandma's house or however they have to do it or a friend's house because yeah, you're going to need help because you are going to be uncomfortable and you are going to be in some pain and you are going to be tired and you're going to be navigating this, this recovery period. And, if you just know that there was somebody safe that, that loved them and, and you trust, then you can focus on like healing, focus you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, again, he was, he was seven at the time. So he was very understanding that like, you know, I would show him the cuts on my, on my stomach and he would know he can't jump on me. He can't rough house with me. He can't no. be crazy. And, <laughs> and I'm so fortunate. I'm like obsessed with my little family. He's such a good kid um he listens really well so he knew and he just you know would he just would be very gentle around me until I would heal but he was he was counting down the days (laughs) when he could like yeah we can play exactly (laughs) he would be like how many weeks how many weeks because you know you can't live little boys are such loves (laughs) he's my he's like my favorite human being ever (laughs) 
That's so cool. And it's such a motivating, like, that's such a motivating why to be like, okay. I, and especially to be able to like, look at him every day and be like, yep, keep doing it. I'm good. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love that. Have you, like what I find, so Mike, I have children, but they're all adults now. Um, so, but one still lives in the house currently. And then obviously my husband, but I've used to like cook up a storm for everybody all the time. Now I'm like, everybody can fend for themselves. Like <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> oh, you are. I didn't know if it was just because everybody's like adults now. So I'm just like, I'm checking out. This is on you. Or if like yeah. you were definitely cooking for everyone still, or if you're like, you can handle it. Yeah, I mean, so um, I am a career restaurant server, um, mm-hmm. and my lifestyle is eating out, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I'm not even, yeah. like, around, like, I don't even beat around the bush anymore. Like, I eat out probably more than anybody should ever eat out, but that's my <laughs> lifestyle. And when, um, you know, when you are getting into the surgery, they're like, you're never going to be able to eat out again, which is so not true. It's, yeah, it's not true. so not true. And that's not fair because just because you get the surgery doesn't mean like your social life or things you enjoy are are over, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not fair. We have the surgery to have a better life. You know, we just eat a lot less, you know? Yeah. And, um, we're cheaper. So I, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Or the husbands get an extra meal, whatever wins, you know, (laughs) you have shared reels of how to like be smart about ordering. And I love that yes. so much because that was a huge yeah. fear of mine. Like, am I going to feel left out of my own life, like post-surgery, but I, I don't at all. Um, so you talk about that. Like what else have you, what are your tips and tricks and, and how do you go about ordering food when you're at a restaurant? Yeah. So um, being in the restaurant industry, I obviously know, I, you know, not to be like, I know, but like, I know like there are things that are, that are, that restaurants are capable of doing. And yeah. if you go to a restaurant, you know, I'm not saying it might be a little more difficult if you go to like a fancy restaurant or somewhere where they, you know, they put like their heart and soul into like their dishes. It might be a little more difficult, but like if you're going like for like an American grill or like a pub or something like there's, there should be no issue with saying, I don't want any bread or can you please put the sauce on the side or can I just have a slice of grilled chicken? Like, one, if your server gives you a hard time, like they're just being a jerk. Like two, it, it's really not that big of a deal. And I hate that it's such a thing that modifying things is such a fear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I just, when I went back to work, they all, you know, I'm, I've been at my job for almost three years now and they, everybody knew I didn't hide it from anybody. They all knew that I was, you know, trying to eat you know, healthier, low carb, however you want to look at it. And um, they worked with me. I mean, at one point they were like, okay, Joelle, like this stuff is getting weird. And, you know, I would come up (laughs) with like these really crazy, like random things. And I'd be like, can you just do it? And they, you know, but. um, You have to go with it. I need that right now. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, the the thing is, is like, just ask. Um, I know when people come in to the restaurant and I'm taking their order and they don't like tomatoes and they don't want tomatoes on their burger. Am I going to really give them a hard time that they don't want tomatoes? You know, like, no, like, just don't put it on the plate. Like, you know, I, I just, just ask it. It cannot hurt to ask. And if anybody's an asshole to you about it, I'm sorry. They need to find a different line of work because like, we're literally there to, to give you what you want. You know what I right. mean? I'm literally give you whatever you ask, but then, you know, obviously within reason, but 
you know, if you just want to order a soup, you know, like, for example, I love to get our French onion soup um, without the bread mm-hmm. and they melt cheese on top. So I'm like, okay, that's protein. And then we have this nice broth base, which, you know, is kind of some liquid, however you want to look at it, you know. And then my ultimate, you know, my ultimate personal hack is where I order the salad without the lettuce or without the greens. And all I have is this beautiful plate of toppings of chicken and bacon mm. and avocado and all of the protein that I need. And then I have the dressing so on the side and I just dip and, you know, My there's just, nutritionist there's- was just telling me to do that. She's like, cause I was like, I want salads, but I get so full. And she's like, just eat the toppings. And I was like, yeah, that is genius. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I was like, I was like, there's no, you know, and yeah, I know it's technically not a salad. Like I had someone say, they go, well, it's not a salad. I said, I know. I just want the toppings. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm fully aware of what I'm doing. I know it sounds weird. I know it might, but really, is it that big of a, like, you're literally, I'm giving you one last step to do. I'm asking you to throw a bunch of stuff in a bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's so smart. I'm definitely stealing that. I love that. Yeah. When yeah, I get there. I'm just... try it. Cause yeah, yeah. When you get there. Yeah. I'm still on soft foods. I can't do raw veggies yet, but I'm definitely dreaming of a salad without the lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> That and the best buffalo wings in Buffalo. Oh my god! Yeah, if you guys, when you come and visit, you'll have to come and visit me. I'll send you um, yes. the link of where I work. You guys can come visit. Yeah, Perfect. I know. It's funny. I love your um, accent because you sound just like my family. So oh my god, just everybody's been telling me this lately. I'm like, what accent? <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. No, it's great. I love it. Um, so yeah, it's really. I I definitely will look you up when we we got we get out there again um yeah absolutely (laughs) all right so you just went to the salon today and you've super open about all of that so do you want to like dig into yeah hair loss hair loss yeah i'm like i i have started i will tell you I now clean out my brush every day and I'm like, oh, I think it's happening. I think it's time. It's, it's, um, it's definitely a, uh, it's a thing. Like, so <laughs> hair loss, my hair loss started like exactly like day of like my four month post, like four months post-op. Okay. And it was literally like, I could brush my fingers through my hair, just not even with a brush, my fingers. And it just... I'm looking at my hands like you guys can see me right now, but I'm just like, it was, it was coming out in clumps and I have very thin hair as it is super thin because when I used to do that diet, that HCG diet, I was like severely malnourished because I was eating 500 calories. I wasn't taking vitamins. I wasn't doing anything that, you know, I just was trying to lose weight and my hair thinned out from that really bad, really badly. But um, I, um, when I started the hair loss, I had already had extensions in my hair. So I have been using okay. um, tape-in hair extensions, even pre-surgery, just because I like my hair long and full and just pretty. I was not blessed with um, pretty hair. <laughs> so I was like, I got to buy it if I want it to be pretty. And um, that is that's kind of what I did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, whatever I got to do. And um, I've just kind of kept up with it. Um, I usually have to go every five to six weeks, depending on how quickly my hair grows, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of get them reattached and re-put back in. 
Um, but it has definitely helped with my confidence through the process of the hair loss because it can it can be very defeating. Yeah. Um, hair loss, like our hair is such a huge part of like our identity and it can yeah. make you feel beautiful or it can make you feel horrible. And people yeah. have no problem commenting on your hair ever. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, that's true. You're so You're right. Just like, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I um, actually just had them um, tightened up and put back in today, and uh, I love them. I will keep continue to use them probably until my hair really fills back out. Um, I, I'm always like, every time I take them out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a break. And I'm like, no kidding. No, I'm not. So as somebody but, that uh, has never used extensions, are they like clip in? Are they tape in? Do they like sew them? Yeah. What, how does it work? So there's tons of different options. So if you, um, when you're kind of going through this process, you can go to any hair, you know, find a hairstylist, obviously that, mm-hmm. that does extensions and they can, you can always go in for a consult. They're usually free and there's tons of options. There are clip-ins, which you don't need a, a stylist for. You can just order them and um, put them in yourself. They usually just like those little, <laughs> yeah, like those little back clips. They can be a little um, daunting because, you know, you're like, oh, with a placement, like, can I see them? Like whatever. Then they yeah. have, you know, sewn in extensions. They have beads. And they have tapins. I personally use the tapins because they're super gentle on your hair. Okay. They don't, they don't pull. They don't um, fall out. Like I mean, they they can fall out. Like if you're really like tugging and pulling on your hair, but the the tape that they use is like a almost like a strong bond like tape. Oh, that's awesome! Um, so you can still go you, like swimming and all kinds yeah. of stuff with them. Oh, yep, cool. I, I wash. My, I have to wash my hair every day and. Um, you can style them just like normal. You can curl it, you can straighten it, you can blow dry it, whatever you want to do to it. And um, it just, you know, it, it can even give you, vo- it can give you volume. It can give you length. It can give you pretty much whatever you want. And, um, you know, with the tapins, like the ones that I use is you have to buy, um, they usually comes in, in packs of, of a certain amount and then they sandwich them together or they do single-sided, however you want to do it. There's a lot mm-hmm. to it. And um, you can put in as many or as little as, as you want or you need or whatever your stylist like recommends. And um, my my best friend just happens to be like my hairstylist, like my, she's my lifelong like best friend. Yes. And um, <laughs> yeah, like we've been friends for almost, I, I want to say it's probably going on almost 28 years um that's amazing yeah and so also she just like to a, have somebody that you fully trust with your hair you're like all right <laughs> right right and she has seen it through like all of the phases mm-hmm. too um but yeah you can just just go and get a consult and, and find out you know what your options are and and if it's something you want to try try it i mean they don't last forever so if you don't like them you can just not do them again you know which is, which is a nice thing you so much better because I, I literally have a wedding coming up in June for a friend and I've been like, it's going to coincide with the shedding. Like, yeah. it's, it's just when it's going to happen. So this is good. I'm getting haircut on Monday. I'll have to be like, Hey, let's talk about these extensions. Yeah, definitely look into it. And then there's tons of products too, that you can use. Like I know I was using um, a root fiber spray but it was colored so you can find these sprays where it's like the same color of your hair and you just gently spray it on your roots and then it kind of like fills in that like those not for lack of better words like bald spots you know what I mean or those spots where like you can really kind of see your scalp and then it just 
it's just less noticeable. There's there's so many things to try. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't look. Just don't look. It's fine. You know, and uh, you can always try something like that. And I always, you know, when people talk to me about hair loss, because that's one of the biggest concerns, like, that I hear the most, it sucks so bad. It, it sucks so bad and there's no part about it that's fun but I don't think it's worth not having the surgery because the hair is going to come back yeah each phase and each experience that you go through with this you know journey each phase is, is temporary if you really think about it and if you can just keep going just keep you just get through that phase and before you know it you're going to be in another one and then it's going to get better and it's going to get better and you're going to be like oh my god it was worth it this was worth it this was worth it this was worth it and you're going to be like, okay, it was worth it. And then those temporary, you lost 75 pounds and you're like, heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> now comes maintenance. Woohoo. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, but I love that outlook so much. I think that's yeah. so, you know, I, such a good way to look at it. Yeah. That, that's you? how I got through a lot of it was just, it's temporary. The, the pre-op diet, temporary surgery, pain, temporary post-op mm-hmm. diets, temporary, your post-op phases, you know, temporary. And now it's all like a distant memory, not distant, but you know, it's, it's not what it's not forever. Right. And you I do like, that. you do such a good job of just documenting like all of the stages and like everything that you've been through. And it's, oh, and, like, it's so me. relatable. Like I, we're the same way. We just, I don't cook. I don't love to. And we live in Austin where people can cook way better than I can. So I'm like, yeah. you cook for me, please. Thank you. Yeah. So you're like the first account where I was like, okay, this is, I'm okay. I can ask for things. I can modify things. Like it's, this is good. So I think that you're just such a great, like you've been there and sharing your story is so important. And I'm so glad that you do. Um, you should share. What's so your, thank inst- you. Yeah. What's your Instagram yeah, so, handle? Like, tell us where people can yeah, find you. Yeah, you can find me at virtuous underscore BSG underscore mama um, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I love it. I do, you know, when I first started the process, I felt very alone and I had yeah. nobody that I knew. People started coming out of the woodwork eventually that more people that I realized actually had this procedure or weight loss <laughs> surgery in general. And I was like, oh my God, you had it? Like, can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain? And, you know, my my whole goal is that I don't want anybody to ever feel like how I felt alone or that they don't have anybody to talk to about it or they're so scared that they're thinking of backing out. Like if I can just help one person, then it's worth it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what it quickly turned, you know, into is, is helping and inspiring and informing. So if people want to change their lives, they, they know that it's possible. Yeah. I mean, you even have a, you have a podcast, right? So do you want to share with everybody I do. your podcast? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So we have the, the bariatric podcast, sorry, the bariatric <laughs> podcast. And, um, I host it with my friend Haley and, um, we, it was actually funny because when I first, um, jumped so I don't know if you guys know, like the Facebook bariatric groups are like horrible. They're like yeah, so yeah. negative and so like, 
defeating. Like, why would you even want to be in them? So then I popped over to Instagram. And when I got qualified for surgery, when I tell you guys, I was so scared, like scared isn't the word. I was like terrified. I was looking for peace, right? I was looking for peace of mind that this was going to be the right decision. And I started messaging all of the bigger, you know, influencers Mm -hmm. in the bariatric community. And Haley just happened to be one of the ones that I messaged. Now, this girl did not know me at all. She didn't know me at all. And her words, she gave me such peace. And we became friends instantly, like instantly. And she was like, hey, I... Um, would love to do a podcast. She was like, do you want to do it with me? And I thought she was just asking me to be a guest. You know, I thought she was, you know, already had this thing and just asking me to be a guest. And she's like, no, I want to do it with you. And I was like, hell to the yes. Like, (laughs) I will do it with you. I could talk about this stuff all day. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's just what we do. It's just kind of, you know, just two friends talking about our our weight loss surgeries and and trying to, you know, give people as much information and, and hope as possible. So you guys can find that on um, Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. And, awesome. uh, and we're actually going to be recording. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, we're going to be recording this week a couple new episodes. Um, Haley's awesome. actually in the process of um, going to school to be a bariatric dietitian. So I'm so excited for her. She's got yes. big dreams and I just, I can't wait to go along the ride with her. Wait, that's incredible. So, like what yeah. a great, yeah. that's such a full, I actually have like goosebumps. That's such a full circle. Just amazing. Oh. It's fun. Yeah. I love it. I just, you know, I, I, I get to meet amazing people like you guys and, and hear all these stories and just, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's fun for me. It's fun <laughs> and it's also just so good because like the same thing the Facebook groups are so like okay nope I'm obviously making the wrong choice like and then yeah. you feel so alone just in health crisis and just you know we're so mean to ourselves in general mm-hmm. when you're overweight and you whatever you just we all know how we feel and then oh, yeah. needing to create a space that it's like we can talk about it we can be open about it we can laugh about things we can cry about things and just normalize the idea that we're all in this together um, and it's just so great to have all these different outlets for people to kind of learn and feel more accepted with themselves yeah. in general and their choices. So, no, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more information that's out there and the mm-hmm. more views, I mean, people can can see that if if I can do this and you guys can do this, then I can do it or she can do it. And anyone yeah. can do it, if, right. you know. You have and everybody's right. story is like so different. I think if you a pick little up different, like yeah. one part of 20 people's stories, like you feel okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. And then you, you can go into it knowing that there's all of these different outcomes. You know what I mean? Like things could go perfect or I could have some complications or I could have some struggles, but at least you, you're not going into it blind. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, you have somebody you can go and say, hey, I'm going through this too. How did you get through it? Do you have any tips? How can, you know, how can we help each other? You know, it's, it's a community. It's, just it's, it's like a friendship. And I know. Yeah, I exactly. love it. I know. I love it. Literally, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's fantastic. <laughs> like, okay, well, they did it and they're pretty incredible. So. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, we should be friends. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The last thing I want to share with people is you own such a cool brand. It's called the Berry Brand, and it's all about like embracing the power of your surgery. There's graphic T-shirts. 
how did what how did you begin to create that that's so creative um, oh thank you yeah so the berry brand oh my gosh so it was literally um just an idea in my head and i said how i know that in this community it's there are people that shout it from the rooftops and then there are people that don't shout it from the rooftops whether it's yeah. fear of backlash family whatever and i just wanted to make something i love to make i love to create and again, I just wanted to make something that would help people embrace their bariatric journey and know that bariatric is beautiful too. I love that. Any form is any form of bariatric surgery, whatever you had, bariatric is beautiful. And I just wanted something that people could wear proudly, that they can be like, yeah, I'm a berry babe or I'm a berry bitch yeah. or you know, I'm very beautiful, like embrace it because you are, your journey is beautiful. Your story is beautiful. You are beautiful just the way you are. And that was kind of what inspired it. And then I just, you know, I wanted people to um, feel empowered and feel beautiful while doing it too. I love that. I was looking so. at them and I'm like, yes, because of course yeah. uh, we can probably guess that the one that I'm obsessed with is very bitch. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, <laughs> I, I, was I was like, like not everybody, not everyone might be okay with that, but I'll find my my fellow bitches. It's oh funny. yep, there I am. I'm like, this one is great. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm in the process of making some new designs. I just made a new one um, where it says "freaking cold" because we're always cold. Yeah, for being like that, yeah. And then I want to do one like with sleeves. Like I'm just in the process. Like I obviously momming and working and um, you know just trying to. Helping everybody on Instagram, like helping, yeah, trying to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything is fine. <laughs> oh, no, I love yeah. it. I think it's incredible, and it is the truest expression of self love for somebody who has been struggling with their weight for so long. So, I have come to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm embracing this. Like, this is something I did for myself. Judgment aside, anybody can think what they want. Like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I, this is about me. This for the first time in my life, this is about me and you're not going to take it from me. Yep. You know, yeah, this is mine. <laughs> yep, this is mine. Yep. And I'm happy. I'm happy in my little bariatric bubble. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's amazing. You've been so great to chat with. I'm so Aww. grateful to kind of get to know you more. And I know Courtney and I have been so excited about this. So thank you so much for all of your time mm -hmm. today. Oh yeah, my gosh. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. This was amazing. Absolutely. Maybe we can do like a live or something together sometime. Yes, totally. that sounds fun. But yeah. Yeah. I, I love doing that kind of stuff. That's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much again. Is there anything else yeah, that I forgot to you. ask, Court? You good? I don't think so. Anything that you feel we missed, Joelle, that you want to be like, people, you need to know. <laughs> no, I think, you know, I just, no, this was great. This was so much fun. I'm just, I'm grateful to, to be here for you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. And Robert, our our editor, aka please figure out how to edit, Rob. <laughs> I think this will post on Tuesday of this coming okay. week. So um super excited just to share it with everybody and share your story. And we will put in the episode description links um for <clears throat> where you can find Joelle on Instagram. So the virtuous underscore VSG underscore mama. The link to the bariatric podcast and then also links to the berry brand 
so that you can check out all the cool stuff that we talked about today. Well, thanks so much, Joelle. We hope you have a good one. Bye. 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 Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. They are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost.